Hi, um, my name is Cristiano Can. I have MC Till and um, Profound the MC. This is November 3rd, 2020. And this is a date that will echo in history for many reasons. Um, this conversation is November 3rd, 2020, now what? And what I wanna do is I'm gonna play a clip for you both to hear. And then I'm gonna ask you a question and we're just gonna take it from there. So you ready? Okay. Here's the clip. Ready. Coronavirus, President Trump, the first question is for you. Uh, more and more people are getting better. We have uh, a problem that's a worldwide problem. This is a worldwide problem. It will go away. And as I say, we're rounding the turn. We're rounding the corner. It's going away. 220,000 Americans dead. You hear nothing else I say tonight. Hear this. Anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. I, I am the least racist person. I can't even see the audience because it's so dark. But I don't care who's in the audience. I'm the least racist person in this room. Abraham Lincoln here is one of the most racist presidents we've had in modern history. He pours fuel on every single racist fire. Every single one. Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success. If he gets in, you will have a depression, the likes of which you've never seen. Your 401ks will go to hell, and it'll be a very, very sad day for this country. What is on the ballot here is the character of this country. Decency, honor, respect, treating people with dignity, making sure that everyone has an even chance. And I'm going to make sure you get that. So right now, there is the most watched event, I think, in the history of broadcasting taking place. There will be more people watching the results, the commentary, and the spill out or the reaction to this than any other single event in the history of broadcast television. So my question to you all is, you don't have to say who you voted for, or how you feel, unless you choose to. Uh, but my question to you is, what do you see happening today and what do you see happening between um, now and inauguration? What is about to take place? Till, I, let you go ahead first, brother. <laughs> I, I, I wish I had an answer. Okay, I, watch this. Uh, I'll make it, I'll make it easier. Okay, there's well, a difference because let's look at this like a sports broadcast. There's there's a there's a, a way you must address questions when you um, are a sports commentator. You can say one what you hope will happen, which is mm -hmm. partially your bias, and then I want the other answer of realistic realistically yeah. what do you think will happen so that's what i'm asking uh -huh. what do you hope will happen and realistically what do you think is going to happen all right i like how you reframed that it's a little easier to answer uh I, I, hopefully i mean i i would like to see biden win mm -hmm. not because i i'm a huge fan of him but just because i, I feel like with with trump like He's constantly insulting people, degrading people. And it's like, how, how can you be a leader leading people that the very people that you insult? So I'm not a fan of this man. And so I, I would like him not to be president anymore. So I hope that happens. And I hope there's not these, you know, large pockets of violence or, you know, militia groups coming out of the woodwork and things go relatively smoothly as far as elections go and transfer of power and all of that. What I think will probably happen I think Biden will probably win, 
I think Trump will probably concede without much of a fight. On Twitter, that'll be a different story. He'll say all kinds of nonsense, I'm sure. Probably won't go to the courts unless it's pretty close. And there will probably be pockets of violence that kind of break out in, in different cities. I don't think there would be a, a huge uprising or you know militia groups you know trying to keep them in office or anything like that that's that's what i think will probably happen so bro my, my two cents um what i hope to happen man what i hope to happen would would what i hope to happen is that the entire infrastructure gets taken down and we start over. I don't know how that is. I don't know how we do that, but that's what I would hope to see happen. <clears throat> Who to vote for? I think it depends on what type of movie you like to look at. Um, if you're watching you know, something that you, you want feel with action or whatever, and, you know, somebody that, that can antagonize the situation, then you will vote one way. If you want, um, if you want to watch a movie about hope and everything else and see that it's a happy ending at the end of it, then you'll vote another way. However, between the two movies, there's still a reality in between those two. What do I think will happen is, I believe what's been happening all along, absolute chaos. And the chaos to me is a form of distraction. Um, I don't have all of the answers, you know what I mean? But that's just you, me going off the top of my head of how I feel right now, especially like what's going on today. I, I hope we can have peace. I do not believe that we will have peace and I honestly am not sure about either one of them in those current in the in that current position and current roles, period. Okay. Something interesting that you said, Till, was in relation to Donald Trump and the insults that he makes. It's interesting that you say that considering that he got nominated for four Nobel Peace Prizes for bringing people together that are known to argue, insult, and like use bombs. So insulting people and, and somehow putting an, ear, an end to conflict or seemingly as such, how do you look at that in context of that statement? Yeah, I, it's, he, it's a hard one to answer because th there's what you see and hear and then stuff that happens behind the scenes and people constantly, you know, will, will come at me and say, well, you got to look at what he does. You got to look at his actions mm -hmm. and not just what he says. And it's like, yeah, I, I agree with that. You have to look at what someone says, but you know, th there's also a reality of perception being a reality of words actually meaning something, being a reality. And, you know, if, if you're constantly, like, I don't understand, like why, if he's doing all these great things and unifying all these people mm -hmm. and doing all these wonderful policies that, you know, people claim that he's doing, why is this man not, why is his words not following suit? 
Like if you just listened to him and didn't study anything else, there's no way you would say, oh, that, that guy's a great leader. He's doing some great things. He's unifying people. He's bringing people together. I just don't, it's just the two don't go together. And you know, the idea that like the, the means justify the ends, I think that might be true at, at times. I, I don't think it's, it applies here. I don't think his, his chaotic, you know, leadership style is, is one that, you know, I can get down with. Question for consideration. Um, do you believe that the media is non-biased? Oh, no. Totally All right. Not. So when you ask the question, why does it seem this way or look this way? You do realize that the media has, and everyone can see it, whether you're for or against the guy, yeah. everybody can see that his portrayal, his questions, his interactions with the media are unprecedented in comparison to anybody else ever seen on a political platform, sure. ever uh, approached in the social media realm. We are setting a bar every day almost of how to handle someone. So you have to take into consideration also that a lot of what you get, if it's not direct and unedited, it's really cut likely from a different perspective. The editing table is the most key part of anything. Um, so what I wanna do, and if this works, I wanna play you one more video and get your reactions to this. So we're gonna try this technology one more time. Let's go now. Can you see the screen? Mm -hmm. Yep. Our undercover inside the Sunrise Movement was able to obtain exclusive video footage inside Zoom chats where Shutdown DC, BLM, and other leftist organizations are coordinating a multi-level coup action exercise utilizing insider help from Democrat Party members as well as federal employees and intelligence contractors. I'm a management and programs analyst. I work in the national security community. I spent three and a half years um, as a contractor at DHS HQ. If you read the mainstream press, like they all have signal accounts, text them, leak everything you can. The journalists I've dealt with have been super ethical in ways to shield me to be the source of the leaks. Groups on the outside being able to show uh, solidarity with federal workers. Making sure that we're naming what is happening as a coup. Totally agreed in the shutdown DC conversations that I've been having and that's not on the federal side. We um, also are often saying that we call it a coup. They plan to shut down Washington DC and other major US cities starting November 4th until inauguration day. Do we have any plans for how to respond if there's a coup? Come to BLM Plaza um, anytime after 4 p.m. on election night. On the 5th, we're going to uh, shut down the White House. Map the White House and know every access point so we knew we could blockade it. On the 6th, we're going to shut down uh, larger parts of Washington, D.C. We've been working on a target map and a framework for scenario. So where are all the police stations? Where are all the key government buildings? Who are the Trump boosters? Members of Congress that are coming in, um, we're going to meet them at the airports or at Union Station um, and send them back to where they came from until we deal with the, the situation that we're in. We are going to be in a crisis, but we want it to be one that we are creating. Whoever's got the guns can win. Let's take over the buildings. If there are people that are willing to do that, we should support them. Get ready to shut your city down on the 4th or the 5th. 
Regardless of who wins, the left plans to take over. So, gentlemen, uh, Till, we'll start with you just to keep it in order. What's your first reaction to that? I mean, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if this is true, if they have those plans in place and if that's real. And you know, Does that feel like propaganda, like it was contrived or made up? I mean, who knows? You know, I, I can't. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm not a, uh, like I watched, I mean, obviously those could have been actors. You know, you, you, you can create something like that to, mm -hmm. you know, create fear, or push a, you know, an agenda. But I'm not, I'm not a specialist to, to know if that was real or not. So, I mean, I, I, I don't really know what to comment. Like if that's happening, that's, you know, kind of scary. And I mean, tomorrow is the day they said they're going to do it. So we'll, we'll Pro, see what happens. What's your first reaction to seeing that? Or what was your first reaction? Um, my first reaction is the same as with most of the stuff that I look at is like how authentic and how accurate is this information? Um, um, I, I could see where somebody outside of my realm of thinking would look at that and see how it comes on and just look at the quality of the, the, the lady giving the broadcast itself and say, oh, this doesn't look like a real news you know what I mean? Story. It looks like somebody's at home and all uh, whatever, whatever the case may be. But mm -hmm. um, I, I don't. You know, my initial thought is like I'm not really moved by it either way because, <clears throat> again, when we are who we are and we've been dealing with this for so long and all of our lives, and you just become you become so accustomed to, you know, not mattering and not being included anyway that it's it's just kind of like okay like i've heard that <laughs> one before too you know so yeah um i don't know about the whole shutting the city cities down and things like that i i think that um that could definitely be a problem um if that if it you know depending on what city and stuff that you're in i i believe that it's going you, you're going to see that in certain places man i really believe that you're going to see it in certain places I'm just not sure which places so uh, we went through hope and we went through realistic expectations. Uh, what I want to ask now, and then I'll show one last video and we're out is, what is the worst case scenario and best case scenario of what's coming? And that pro, we're going to start with you. What is the worst case scenario from today on? And what is the best case scenario? Worst case scenario, is that you, worst case scenario is that you won't be able to walk outside of your door without seeing violence. You won't be able to go to the store without running into violence, which we witnessed already from the very first initial shutdown um, and how people are acting in lines and things like that. I think that's the worst case scenario where you you just you have all of these issues all over the world, especially in this country. Best case, I have to be honest, brother. I don't see one. I really don't. I don't see one. Tia, I have to agree with Profan. I think worst case is you know violence. Um, that's all over the place. Um, people talk about civil war. I, 
I, I don't think, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess a bunch of militias could like band together and get more people with guns and, you know, ammunition and do some damage, but so violent, I think some form of violence is worst case scenario. Um, best case scenario, I, I'm kind of like profound, like one of the things I thought with the election of Trump, I thought one of the silver linings was that, and shame on me for thinking this, the Democratic Party would actually bring about a candidate that was going to be a really good candidate, a good leader, mm. person of the people. Um, don't think that happened. But I would say if, if there's a glimmer of hope, politically speaking, that Biden gets in there and the, the Democratic base that's much more progressive in their, their thinking and their policies um, wait, you know, flexes their muscle and, and, and get passed, like some legislation does get passed that has some positive influence on a, you know, a pretty major scale. I would say that that, that, that could possibly happen and that could be a good thing. But apart from that, I don't see a whole lot of positive stuff happening. The last four years since Trump has been in, we've seen division amongst people's stances on what they'll say, how they'll feel, more personalities, more hidden agendas and beliefs have come to the forefront than ever before. At bare minimum, we can attribute this president to a conversation starter, which is neutral, because whether you like it or not, the conversations are on the table around the world. Um, I'm gonna show you guys one more video. This is a video that I created for consideration. And I just want your first reaction to um, what it says. So here goes the final test of technology. <laughs> We've all heard about the day that will come when the acts of a few will affect all life on earth. A day where a strong body and a strong mind will not be enough. There is a day foretold where the heart of our passion, our will to transcend, and our bond of unity would be pushed to limits untested. That day has arrived. The battle for our souls has begun at a time when we are rising. The truth has been twisted and tempers have been tampered with. Before we decide whether to love the earth or destroy it, we must brave the void where our darkness is greatest. Find the stillness within and feel the calm. We are more than we are now. We have the answers within us. Let us end the trend of revolution and transcend. For if it is not for the betterment of us, if it is neither fair nor just, if it is not based in love, we won't say okay. First reaction. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, needed. I yeah. mean, when you look when when you look at that though, like that, I, when I see it, the first thing you think is hope. Initially, initially, then when you start to see it, and you seeing people coming together, and you think, and you and you listening to the words that are being spoken over the video, 
by the time he gets to we won't say okay, you're already feeling like, yeah, we need to stop saying okay. Hmm. (laughs) We need to just stop saying okay. And we've done that, I mean, since the beginning of time, really. I mean, since this recorded, what we know in this recorded history, of American history especially, we just say okay. Yeah, you you mentioned you said something about has to be based in love. It's one of the last lines, and um, I think about that. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Is like love in action. What does that look like for me? Having conversations with people I you know very much disagree with, or conversations with someone who I think sees reality differently for me, it's easy for me to kind of you know to not act in love. But regardless of who wins the election, like. We're still here. People are still people, and we still need to figure out a path, you know, to get along. And I think love is it, you know. I so. I, I totally agree with you both, and the reason I wrote that and shared that is based on what you both said. It is a very neutral stance. It's not telling you to do anything. It's presenting a picture, a possibility, and an option for consideration. I could be called Mr. Consideration because that's all I'm really pushing. You can't choose other options if you don't know they're there as possibilities. And so we have said okay to so many things, no different than these masks, no different than these final two choices for um, a presidential election, no different than other countries that have 11 parties. These, it's just like, okay, this is what we have, but is this the best that we can do? And so one thing that I'm gonna end this conversation off with, and it's part of the reason that I enjoy engaging with you two, is that I think whenever I get to a point in a conversation or exchange with um, an individual or a group, what I'm always processing, the only reason I'll stay in the conversation is if I really feel that they are presenting their argument or their stance from a position of love, whether it's based in unawareness, ignorance, it can be overly passionate or um, um, misinformed, but if it's based in love, I can sit there a lot longer in a non-contentious stance for that consideration. So I thank you both for that. My name is Cristiano Ken. This is Candid Conversations with MC Till, Profound MC. Um, please press that like, subscribe. This is now on all major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, um, YouTube, and CristianoCan.com. So stay tuned and let's stay engaged. Bless. Bless. <laughs>